What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the greatest combat sports and coach show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente. And you know what today is, man. Yes, it's not Wednesday, but it's still all things boxing. And you know, bro, oh, wrong side. I got my boy with me, my brother with me, and I'm in his city. What is going on to the man, the myth, the legend, B-Cam? Brother, what it do? Uh-oh, you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Ah, there we go. What's up, brother? Hold on. Let me see. I'm having some. Are you, see, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? I hear you fine now, man. Look, I gave this man an epic intro. I got I hyped it up for him. And then when, when, I, when I said your name, what's up, bro? You disappeared. What's good? As, as soon as you said my name, I got a notification about my mic, and I really didn't know what was going on. So my computer's <laughs> well, look. I, I found I use my work computer. I found I'm getting a new computer. That's like the most exciting news in my life right now. They finally that refreshing our computers. And I'm going from an Air to a Pro. Like it's a like, it's, well, I'm going from an Air to a Pro, so it's like a huge increase in performance. So, yeah. Random topic. Well, thank you. Well, for hey, no. It's been a while. Hey, absolutely, it's been a while, man. And you know what? I, I, I'm be honest with you. I, I, I didn't. I'd be remiss to talk about this, but I had to bring you on for two reasons. One, brother, I'm in. Your, I'm in your side of the country, man. I'm in your neck of the woods, so I had to bring you on. And two, we have to talk about. The two biggest athletes in combat sports today, Logan and Jake Paul. <laughs> it doesn't suck to say that's true. That's exactly what it is. It's like, like they have the WWE. It's kind of like CBE. It's like combat sports entertainment. True. Facts. Facts. That, that's actually, and we'll get to it, man. But um, you know what? The show is here. We're going to get all into it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us live today, watching us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, everybody who has been joining and supporting the show, we appreciate you guys. You know, check us out everywhere. Podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can also check us out at thefightpodcast.com. So on today's menu, we're going to go ahead and talk about the event that was the biggest combat sport event of the weekend. We we're talking about Floyd Mayweather versus Logan, the Maverick Paul, that entire card will break it down. We'll talk about Jared Hurd, what happened with him and then his opponent. Did he squeak out a win or was it something we didn't expect? We're also going to go ahead and talk about Ocho Cinco, the card in totality. And we're talking about some of the biggest fight announcements in the boxing world. But without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on into it. Yes, First sir. and foremost, this weekend, we had Floyd Money Mayweather in Miami in front of an empty arena. If you guys had Showtime, I'm sorry for you because you probably couldn't see because your stream didn't work. <laughs> Bruh, Floyd Mayweather gets a, in the exhibition match, gets oh. a... Well, well wait, let, 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 let me get into it. I absolutely need to get your perspective on this, okay? So, in this exhibition match, it goes all eight rounds. Before I even jump into my thoughts, Brandon, what were your thoughts on this entire fiasco? The fight itself, how did you think they both performed? I think you tried it with this fucking headline talk about it was a draw. Like, and, and, and you were not the first person to do that. Someone else came to me, and I guess they are officially calling it a draw because there was no knockout, but it was an exhibition. There was no winner. So, I mean, it, it, it was just an exhibition. I don't necessarily Absolutely. see it as a result. A draw, to me, indicates that there was some sort of close competition, and that 
isn't what we saw. But let's get started a little bit earlier on the card. You want to, I know you want to speak about Jared Hurd, and I'm a huge, huge uh, Jared Hurd fan. In, whoa, 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 wait, 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 real quick. Oh, I'm oh, sorry to cut wait, you I'm, off. I'm a bad. Did, did you want to start here? Or do you want to start early in the car? I want to start with the main event. Let's my start bad, with the main bad, event because I do, because I, 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 I have some thoughts. I got some legitimate thoughts on Jared Hurd and we're going to get into his ass in a minute. Okay. Uh, yeah. But let's go ahead and, uh, let, let's break it down and talk. Am I, is my camera too far this way? Hold on. Just want to make sure I'm like centered in, in my frame, guys. There you go. Not this way. Not that way. And for those of us, obviously, like I said, I am not at home. I'm on the road. So, Make you know, my, my setup isn't ideal, but we out here working for y'all, man. You know, we're still making this happen. All right. Um, but yeah, let, this event specifically, it ends in a draw. Like people are saying, um, yo, have we legitimately been finessed in this, in this fiasco? I, I really just don't know what's going on. And so, like, I mean, I think the event was just a shit show. Like, I think it was a shit show for the people at home. I think it was a shit show for the people that were there. And I think Triller's like, okay, so it's not as easy as you thought it was. Because yeah. this is Triller's stick. Showtime, you know, took some of, some of Triller's stars, Jake Paul's of the world, and they now are trying to do it on their network. And the execution just wasn't there. And it was like, it, it was some of Gen Z ass shit. Like, or, or, or like, some baby, <laughs> it was like some baby boomer ass. Like, they don't have. Like their servers don't meet the requirements for this many users coming on to buy fights. Is that what's going on? Because like I couldn't buy, couldn't purchase the fight. I had to stream it myself, and I'm someone who actually wanted to spend money on the fight. Allegedly, and, I mean it, everybody. You you had to stream it. I, I don't, and I'll say that if they come after me, I'm just I'm just have to take that because shit. I tried to pay for it. I could not I pay for it. I pay for Showtime every month. I was happily not happily. I was I've been paying for Showtime. Pay. I was going to pay $50 for the fight, and I just couldn't. I go on Twitter, nobody could, nobody could buy it. In person, it's outside, and it's raining, it's wet, people are slipping in the ring, they're trying to wipe down the ring in, bet in the between rounds. Sergio, a shit show. Like, and this is supposed to be some, what, what, what I imagine is like some luxurious star-studded event with all of these stars looking real nice and everything, and it's outside and it's raining. Like, and you've been to Florida. Florida rain usually lasts 15 minutes. Like, this rain was disrupting the entire event. Man, so it was I, a monsoon. I, I mean, from that, from those angles alone, the event was a shit show. And then, as we get to Mayweather versus Paul, the fight was fucking boring. Like, so if, if we look at, like, Mayweather versus McGregor, there was at least some fun in that fight. Mainly because like McGregor was going to come forward and he was going to at least put some effort Try out there fight. because he, he is a fighter at heart, but he's yes. a fighter. Logan Paul is not a fighter. And so it, it, what we wanted to see was Floyd beat up Logan Paul. We wanted to see him get knocked out. Floyd would have had to knock him out early in the fight because that's the only part of the fight in which Logan Paul was throwing punches. Once mm -hmm. he stopped throwing mm -hmm. punches, he was able to use his side to just grab on, on Floyd every time Floyd, Floyd closed the distance Absolutely. on him. The ref didn't do anything to combat that, which he should have. But what are you going to do? Deduct the point? He can't, he's not going to stop the fight. <laughs> he's not going to stop the fight uh, off of holding. But he does need to admonish him in some way, shape, or form for holding because that kind of ruined the fight for a lot of people. If he wasn't holding, Floyd, was a, Floyd likely would have been able to get more shots off. And at least for an event that was a shit show, you would have got some satisfaction at the end. Because I, in my opinion, when I was watching Floyd after the fight, Floyd was not happy. I, I'm pretty sure he wanted that stoppage as well. 
He looked like he was doing his normal Floyd well, well, media training. Well, let me you ask know, you Floyd this got thing. like tw- 12 words and he says his interviews and, you know, he was like, you know, he's a good fighter, better, better than I thought. But I did believe Floyd wanted that knockout as well. And he was disappointed in himself. Well, if that's the case, and, and this is what I have to ask, and I don't, and I, and honestly, at the end of the day, I, I have a couple more questions to ask within this realm, but okay, well, let me say this, because if that's the case, why didn't Floyd go to the body, right? So it's making me feel as if he's a smart enough boxer, he's been in this game long enough that he understands what he has to do to get a fighter out of there, especially somebody that he feels is gassy. If we looked at that fight, Floyd hurt him to the body, the one body shot he actually threw he ended up landing that sometime, what was it, in the fifth round? And you can tell Jake or Logan didn't want any more smoke. He was done. He wanted to go home. But Floyd just continued to carry him. Floyd Mayweather that we know does an amazing job of doing what? Jabbing you to the body, coming over the top. He embarrasses everyone doing that. He did it to Sugar Shane Mosley. He did it to Zab Judah. He did it to Manny Pacquiao. He did it to everybody. Why wouldn't he go to the body with this dude if he wasn't just trying to carry him? After the fight, he goes on the mic and says, look, I'm, what was he said? This is, I'm, I'm the best legalized bank robber out there or whatever. He did. And to answer the question, we absolutely got finessed. The only people who actually, uh, the only losers in this matchup were us. Was everybody who tried to go out there and buy pay-per-views and was everybody who actually believed that this was actually going to be a match. Now, the fight itself, how the fight ended up, I'm going to keep it a buck. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Why do we believe that Floyd Mayweather, who hasn't knocked anybody out his own size, was going to knock somebody out who's 50 pounds heavier? Just wasn't going to happen. You were about to say something. My bad. We, I think we think that because he knocked out McGregor. And I think those... He didn't know- knock out McGregor. McGregor was deathly exhausted and he, he was just done. He was no gas. That's not a knockout. It's, and it's it also finish. went 10. This was only 8. And there was 12-ounce gloves. These dudes were throwing these pillow gloves. It's just like everything that he had... Obviously, the ref not going out there holding everything. He's having these 12-ounce gloves on. Floyd's not going to hurt you with 12 ounce gloves, especially if you're 40 pounds heavier than he is. Do you feel like, so I thought that Floyd carried him for the first four rounds, but I do feel like he wanted to hurt him a little bit more and potentially go for the knockout the second half of the fight. Do you feel at all like Floyd went for the stoppage or do you feel like he was content to carry him through the full eight rounds? I think at some point, in my opinion, I think at some point through round eight, he's like, all right, I'll just carry this nigga to the end. But I don't think that was his mindset going in. I, I generally believe that I think rounds four, five, six, I think he kind of tried to get him out of there, but Jake did everything in his power just to hang on and survive. And, and, and let me say these numbers really quick. There are only 73 shots landed in this entire fight, people. That's why the guru said that this fight was boring. 73 punches landed the entire fight. And here's another thing, too. For those of us who said Jake, people are like, you know, Jake Paul's like, oh, you beat Floyd Mayweather 50 and 1, 50 and 1. Fam, he landed 13 punches. That's like us saying Adrian Broner beat Manny Pacquiao. It doesn't happen that way. You need to throw punches to win. Here, I'm going to change the subject slightly because that is kind of goes into what people are asking about. In your opinion, who is the real winner of this matchup? And we can, we, here's the thing. I want you to take everything into account. I want you to take the, the X's and O's, what happened in the squared circle, but I also want you to take the show itself. Who won the night? 
there's a part of me that wants to say <laughs> Logan Paul because he went the distance, distance with Floyd. And so I would say from his standpoint, that has to be a win for him. And you could see that he was very gracious in defeat. We'll call it defeat because that's what it was. Um, he was very gracious in defeat after the fight. He was just happy to be there and he got paid, but he didn't get paid like Floyd. And while Ooh. Floyd still allowed this guy to go the distance with him, Floyd, I mean, you, you ever see a, a nigga with money get embarrassed? The first thing they start doing is talking about money. That's kind of what it felt like with, with Floyd. But that's exactly the, what it felt like. At, at the end of the day, the nigga did that get paid funny. and he got paid a shit ton of money. And when everyone was talking million, about what, 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 what should happen, what shouldn't happen, this is bad, bad for the sport. Listen, listen, li- if somebody tells you that you can make $50 million, you're going to make $50 million minimum. And, and Floyd could, could make, a, you know, 100 plus. I don't know how things are going to turn out with pay-per-view buys. There's a lot of refunds that are going to be issues because Showtime... The, it, and I was Showtime fucked that up. They absolutely were not the winners. It has to be the fighters yeah, they, that they got, their, got their money guaranteed yeah. up front. Yep. It's going to mess up there. It's definitely going to go ahead. The, the blunder from Showtime is really going to fuck up the pay-per-view numbers. So the projected amounts that they're saying that they're going to get this $108 million for Floyd, the $20 million for Logan, I don't see that happening. They're going to get a good chunk of check cash. But I do not see them actually getting that type of money. Um, but I'm going to tell you who the, the real winner was. It's Logan Paul. Logan Paul is the real winner of the night. Logan Paul is the real winner of the night because guess, he, he's, he has, I don't care, yes, he's the one who creates the narrative. He and his brother are the face of combat sports. It doesn't matter. We know who won, but who's going to create, we, he, who's going to have the sound clips? Is it going to be Floyd? Or is it going to be the, the, the Paul brothers who walk around and say 50 and one hats? I got your hat. I got your career and all this other nonsense. And then they have all their little disciples running around saying the exact same thing. And they get to the point where you have places like Bleacher Report and other of these publications that we kind of respect going out there and just specifically saying like and throwing these questions out there. And if you ever go through the comments and actually read the comments, a lot of people were feeling this way. It's crazy to think, but at the end of the day, he ends up pre- controlling the narrative. The, the one who controls the narrative ends up winning at the end of the day. I absolutely believe that the Paul brothers, both of them, controlled the narrative that night. So that is why I actually believe at the end of the day, because here's the thing, Floyd was a lose-lose. You got to knock him out. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. So, And he didn't do that. You failed. You failed. You allowed. And this is one thing that because and then he got me, he got me thinking about how much of Floyd's legacy does he really care about? I watched Michael Jordan beat the shit out of little kids on a daily basis every time he's at one of their camps. He, if, he doesn't care who you are. He's going out there to destroy you. Kobe was the same way. You see all these elite individuals. These, these, the best of the best go out there who actually care about their legacy. If you're beneath them, they're not going to give you an ounce to breathe. Yes, Floyd is an entertainer. At the end of the day, he should have closed the show. He lost in the end of the day. He, did he win the fight? Absolutely. Did he win because he's rich as shit? Absolutely. But who controls the narrative? The Paul brothers controlled the narrative. They won the night, in my opinion. Uh, that, that's fair. Uh, here's a bit of a pivot here because I have a theory that like 
Yeah. Logan Paul. So I'll, I'll start by saying this. I'm out of that. We are out of that stratosphere. I'm, I'm 30. You're a few, a couple years older, older than me. Like we're out of the stratosphere that would really be infatuated by Logan and Jake Paul. So I can't say this for certain because I really outside of this, don't follow any of them. But I feel like, you know, this is, this is Jake Paul's realm and Logan Paul is just living in it. Like he's, he, he lost, he, he, he's the one who fought first, but he lost, but he lost. Jake Paul without Logan, because at the end of the day, Logan was the first one that took on that big boxing match. He was the one that kicked all this shit off. Well, Jake Paul probably wouldn't be Jake Paul without Logan becoming who he was to be to begin with prior to all this boxing stuff. Exactly. I was going to say, I was gonna exactly. say that Logan, Logan Paul was the one who fought first, but he lost. He, he didn't lose. He, he, he lost, and a lot of that demand starts to evaporate, whereas Jake Paul, who's actually been knocking people out, the demand is around him. But now yep. th- that, that Paul name is associated with boxing. This yes. would have been a much bigger event had it been Jake Paul versus Floyd May- versus Floyd Mayweather. Yes. However, yeah, because nobody because, wanted to see this one at first. Remember, but, it was supposed to be on Triller and nobody if, cared. If Jake Paul doesn't get those knockouts, this doesn't even happen. Facts. No, absolutely correct. Well, let me ask you this. Just changing, just switching gears slightly. I do want to ask you this because when we look at everything that's going on, Floyd looked like he had a moment in time where he was kind of like, man, this kid's kind of big. Like, he seemed like he kind of understood his limitations after. And it did seem like it, maybe it was a little tougher than he anticipated just because the dude was kind of bear hugging the whole time. Will we see Floyd Mayweather in another exhibition fight? And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to ask this because a lot of people, you're starting to hear it. You're starting to hear other, you're starting to hear the rumors of it from pro fighters when he fought Andre Berto, even when he fought Mayweather, even when he fought, or should I say McGregor, even when he fought Tenshin Nakasawa. People said he's slowing down, slowing down. Is Floyd washed? And are we actually going to see him compete again in the exhibition? I do not think Floyd is washed. Um, I think he said he would compete in another exhibition. I think the grand prize here is probably uh, Jake Paul versus Floyd Mayweather fight. However, me personally, I, I, I it's, it's, it's difficult to see. I, I just, I, I really don't think Floyd was happy after the fight. The event was a shit. The event was a shit show. He didn't, he didn't get the stoppage, which I think he did intend to get, despite what he said uh, after after the fight. From that pers- that perspective, he may not want to do this again. But Floyd, his name is money. So when there's a payday, there will be Floyd Mayweather, and at, at, we can't fault him for that, and we can't take away from his legacy. Floyd's legacy we is cannot. cemented. I mean, if, if, if even if he goes out there and got starched by Jake Paul, it'd be funny. But Mayweather's still one of the greatest boxers of all time, and and, and nothing nothing should take should take away from that. I, oh, I, I mean, I, I can't I can't see. Personally, I want to. I want to say no, but given that it's Floyd, I'd say yes. Yeah, you know what, man? I, I actually do believe that Floyd. We won't see Floyd again. And the only reason I say it is this: Who, unless somebody closer to his size comes out there and actually starts talking, some other big YouTuber or something, I don't know, and, or there's some other you know fighter in another sport in Japan or some shit. I don't see him doing this again. I, I don't. I see Floyd. I, I want to see Floyd being a trainer, to be honest with you, and a manager and a promoter. I think Floyd can keep his name in, in the realm of boxing and still make a, a shit ton of money by promoting, managing fighters and training fighters. I, I would like to see more of that from Floyd. 
more than anything else. Shit, I want to see more of Floyd talking about the girl collection or whatever fuck strip clubs he has. I'd rather watch him do something like that than watch him get back in the ring. But Sergio, our actions say something different because we cannot ever at any point in time miss a Floyd fight. So despite the fact of what we could tell another man, what we say, this is what you should be doing with your life. Whenever Floyd fights, there will be Sergio and Brandon somewhere streaming, I'll be watching. watching this fight. I'll be watching. I will absolutely be watching. Now, um, I will say this. They, they did a decent job of trying to put some legitimate talent on this card. So let's go ahead and kind of start talking about the rest of the card itself. Um, you brought up somebody specifically. Um, we're not going to talk about um, my man and his, his well, the other one. Well, who am I, why am I blanking my man's name? Um, yeah. yeah. We don't have to talk about Bobby Jack and his fight. He fought a cab driver, people. He got him out of there. His opponent that he was supposed to fight, I'm not even going to talk about it. Pissed hot for every steroid there is, so it is what it is. Well, I'll say, I think he wants to move up. Move up. I'm a Badu Jack fan. I think he wants to move I up. I am too. I love Badu Jack. I think he wants to move up to cruiserweight, but he was like, from what, from what I've for heard, a third belt. What, what, I've, what I've heard, he was like, nah, bro, I got to get that one back. And I felt like he wanted, wanted like had to get that one back because I feel like he's a better fighter than Gene, Gene Pascal at this point in his he career. Is, absolutely. And I, I, I don't necessarily feel like he was robbed of a win, but it was a very close decision that could have gone either way. So I was happy that yes. this rematch got set, and it was probably the best fight on the card. The first fight was, was. A, barn, a barn burner, and this was going to deliver. So unfortunately, with four different steroids, we don't have to spend any more time on it, but uh, you know, shout out to Badu Jack, just because he's a dope dude. Yeah. So so disappointed that, um, that that happened, because that was absolutely the fight that I was, I think, most looking forward to. But let's go ahead and talk about the other one. Jared Hurd, the former 154-pound champion, loses to Luis Arias via split decision. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have that split decision. I had Luis Arias winning this fight convincingly. Brandon, what were your thoughts on this matchup, man? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I cannot, I, you, know, you know, forget it. I'm going to kick it off. I, and tell me if I'm wrong. I could not be more disappointed in Jared Hurd. Because Jared Hurd... Seems like, and granted, he's had some personal issues, and like we don't have to talk about that. But he he, does, he has he had some things going on with his family, so maybe that attributed to certain things. I'll, 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 I'll preface my statement by saying that. But what I'm also going to go ahead and say is this: I've always said this, and I am going to be harsh to him. Jared Hurd possibly has the worst fight IQ that I've ever seen. Jared Hurd blocks punches with his face. That is how he has defense. He just eats them. And, the, and, and it seems like he doesn't do anything differently. He doesn't try to, he doesn't make any adjustments. And I'm talking about somebody that ha, is talented enough to beat somebody who I love in Ereslandi Lara. So he has talent. But I don't know what, if it's the, the changing of the teams or, you know, the loss that he would have taken to J-Rock. I have no clue what it, it is, but he is not getting any better. And he is now even further away from the opportunity to fight to get that rematch with J Rock, and you don't want to—he don't want no parts of Jamel Charlo. Jamel Charlo will cut that dude up. He don't want no—we don't want no smoke with Charlo at this point in time. I'm extremely disappointed in him. I think that was a—the excuse that he made because that—and yes, the the mat was was slick, and yes. It did, I believe, at times slow down momentum, but it doesn't negate the fact that you gave away the first five rounds. Yeah, you came on strong for two, but then you pretty much lost the rest of the fight. 
it was I, I, I cannot be more disappointed in a fighter than I am in Jared Hurd after that abysmal performance that I watched. That shit was ass. Okay. Yes. Agreed. Um, it, you know, if, if you tell Jared Hurd that someone's going to throw a right hand, he'll probably put his face out there and get hit by it. Um, I like Jared Hurd. And me too. Uh, uh, you say that he gave away the, the first five rounds. Fair. But that's pretty. That, that, even a prime Jared Hurd is giving away the first. The, the first four rounds. He can't, that's what I'm saying. He's, he hasn't evolved at all. His, his fight IQ is not great. He's always... He, he only knows to fight one way. After he lost that fight to J-Rock and he switched trainers, I believe he went with K. Corona, and I'm not sure if that was still his trainer for this fight, but he they tried to change him. And I think Jared Hurd has done the work in the gym, but that's not the fighter who he is. You have guys that have fine-tuned these skills over... You know, careers that that last 10 and 20 years. He's just trying to bring skills into his repertoire that that he just does not know. And even a guy like Louis Arias, he's going to be able to exploit those because those have not been there. I felt this way at the time that he switched trainers, and I still feel this way. He has to go somewhere where they're going to build on top of who he already is. Right. The question is, can he go back to who he is? Because who he is requires a lot it requires a lot physically it, it, it's taking years away from your mental health because he comes out of fights with a crimson mask every single time but he wins those fights but that's every who he time. is his defense is his, is his face and he will take some to give some but he's made a little bit money a, a little bit of money he's a former champion can he get back to that place does he go back to his old trainer probably not i think there was some beef there but can he get with a trainer that can coach him on how to build on top of this there are plenty of guys that move forward and still move their head but if you're going to want to want to do that, then there's still IQ that comes behind that. Now, you know, it, it was not a good performance from, from Jared Hurd the other day. And I know he's had some per- personal issues and, you know, prayers up to him and his family. I know he lost his father during during COVID. And, and yeah. you know, as a fighter as well, he's going through a lot. He's now he has two losses. Now yeah. he's lost two, uh, two out of his last three. I think because he's under that PBC banner, if he can string together two or two or three wins he's not too far away from a title shot because at some point in time there's going to be a title holder that's going to want a name but sort of an easy fight and if he can get through two or three fights and he's still under that pbc banner then he'll be a great guy for that and they'll be able to build a storyline around that so he's not like he's not done yet but it's so so difficult at this point in his career given the money that he's made to see him going back to the jared herd that we all fell in love with yeah, it, it's 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 just disappointing when I look at it. I like I told you before, I'm a fan, and we've talked about it. Like I'm a fan of Jared Hurd, and I would just like to see better from him. I mean, this this last, I mean, that performance was, was just terrible. He his head didn't seem like he was in it. This man was literally taking five rights in the face in a row. It, it was crazy to watch. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and move on well, to. But, 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 but before we move on, we, I mean, we trashed Jared Hurd. I just want to give a quick shout out to. Oh, Harris. yes. I'm sorry. He, let, he, let, he, yeah, he please. Lost, he lost, lost to Daniel Jacobs, uh, then had a draw with Gabriel, Gabriel Rosado, then had a loss to Luke, Luke Keeler. Th- those are his last three fights going into this fight. So to get back in the win column against, uh, against a guy like Jared, Jared Hurd, you know, he 
maybe didn't look the best, but he looked good enough to get the win. So shout out to him. Great performance. And I'm interested to see where he goes in his career next. Oh, dude. I'm, and I'm sorry I didn't say that. And thank you for reminding me. Yo, Luis Adias fought his ass off. He came out there with a game plan. He stuck with it. He had moments of adversity. He got cut. He got hit with low blows and he kept fighting. He wanted that fight more than Jared Hurd wanted that fight. Much respect. All the love to, to uh, Luis Arias in that win. Salute to him. That was beautiful. Hey, I, I don't, I'm glad you said that. I didn't want to go out there without, you know, showing do some love, man, because at the end of the day, he's a guy who didn't know if he really wanted to keep doing this. And he's now got back, beat a big name, and now he, people have to acknowledge him. So uh, we'll see what ends up happening. I, I, I'm, I'm happy for that. I can't wait to see, like you said, what happens next. But let's talk about somebody who, uh, who social media was trying to shit on. Who, uh, but I think did a damn good job. Let's go ahead and talk about the man in the myth. Let's talk about what were your thoughts on Ocho Cinco and his performance? Yeah, great. Well, I mean, wh- wh- I'm not sure what you necessarily expect from Ocho Cinco. He got knocked down. Nigga, Manny Pacquiao got put to sleep. In boxing, getting knocked down, it it's happens. part of the game. He got knocked down. He popped right, right back up. You know, he's not a professional boxer, but for what he is, he looked decent over the course of, over the course of four rounds. You, let's, let's, let's leave it here. It's certain fights, fighters. Nate Robinson. No one's going after Nate Robinson to pay him again to go out there and box yeah. again. Chad Johnson can go out. Ch- Chad Ochocinco, he can go out there and get another payday. That's yes. th- that said, says all I, need, all I need to say about his performance. He can make another payday. And he made a mill for the first fight on a card. Four three-minute rounds or, or, or whatever the case it Two was. Two-minute rounds. Two-minute rounds. He made a mill. He'll, I think he'll be back. You know what, man? Um, I, you and I discussed this beforehand. I thought Ocho looked great. He, he did some great things. He really impressed me. He throws a, he a beautiful poppy jab, good footwork. Shows decent fight IQ. Yeah, he was a little reckless. His first fight. Probably also terrified. People aren't taking that into account. Your first fight ever, you're out there in front of a, a on a pay-per-view. He's going to be a little antsy. He's going to be a little reckless. I'm certain that if he if he had more experience, he probably wouldn't have got caught with that punch. And really, the reason that even put him down is because he was a little reckless and he was off balance and he ended up getting clipped. He won three of the four rounds and he was winning that round before he got dropped. He rocked his opponent. He did some veteran things. Ocho looked good, man. All the, I mean, that dude is a super athlete. 43 years old, going out there, making the middle of the first fight of the card. Man, salute to Ocho Cinco, man. I, I could, that, literally for me, that was definitely the highlight of the night. That's going to that's gonna be a, when he, when he gets back to his podcast, that's going to be a cool I cannot episode. wait. That's gonna be it's cool going episode. to be great. Dude, because, you know, they, they're not going to be able to do anything but show him love. They, they, like, they're going to try to talk a little trash, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But they're, you, they're, you have to show him love. You have to. I cannot wait for that episode. If you want to troll him, then go ahead and troll him. But, you know, keep in context where he's coming from. I mean, like, you know, Absolutely. he's out there in a fight half naked. <laughs> like, that's, that's a God. very foreign world for a lot of people. In front of all these people, like, we're not in a jib. So, no, dude, and he dropped twenty pounds to do it. He got in good shape. He took it seriously. Ocho was eating vegetables, and we all know he a McDonald's only McDonald's. type of guy. You know what I'm saying? So he took this very seriously, and he looked great doing it. Man, salute to Ocho Cinco. Um, all right, 
For everybody who's watching live right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, I appreciate you guys for following Fight Podcast. We love you guys. Um, plug, plug, plug. We have a couple more things we got to get to. Because we already said so we're talking about the two biggest individuals in combat sports. Now let's talk about the biggest promotion in boxing. Triller is back. And Triller's going to go out here and they've actually done something that I didn't anticipate. They signed the legend. HBO's very own Jim Lampley. Triller signs Jim Lampley and his first event is going to be the Triller event uh, with Teofimo Lopez. B. What, what is the significance of this? On a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a deal is this? Well, Lampley has an E in it, for one. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, outside of that, how big of a deal is this? Not a big deal. Hey, broadcasters don't make the fight. I mean, I love to hear Jim Lampley, but I mean, the type of events that they're promoting, how does Jim Lampley fit into that? I, I'm really just happy to have Jim Lampley back on the mic. He really is an amazing boxing broadcaster. And all, a lot of these HBO guys, HBO ended and they go- That way? Like, no, a, a that ain't it either. A Y at the end. Oh, okay, see. There we go. Okay, I wasn't totally. All right. See, I had to get it right. I felt bad. Yep. There we go. Um, and it's it's a lot of these guys, you know, Roy Jones, Jim, Jim Lampley, a couple other ones. Like they they just want a vacation. I I want you back. So I'm happy that Jim Lampley is back in boxing. I'm happy that they get a guy like Jim Lampley to call um, Tiafimo's fight, who is Absolutely. in a you know he's he's in a legitimate boxing match. But yep. where he fits in in the grand scheme of what Triller is doing, what Triller is doing since Jake Paul signed with Showtime. I'm not really sure. I don't. I don't think there's much of an outlook beyond beyond what they're doing. But the statement that that came out from Jim Lampley, he seems to be pretty sold on the direction that direction that they're going in. I think it's a great mm-hmm. signing for them. But like what it means in the overall in, in the grand scheme and the audience that they're targeting, not much, in my opinion. No, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm more intrigued than anything else. But uh, I, I'll absolutely be watching the fight with Teofimo Lopez. And once that fight does come up afterwards. We'll judge your commentary. So, um, and real quick, I like to say this: as much as I love Diza Samero, I did not like them doing commentary for this. I I, I don't like the the sideshow title. What was that? I couldn't hear. You know, fucked up streaming shit. I could not hear. And yeah. I love love Diza Samero. I love Diza Samero. I mean, dude, I'm a big Diza Samero. Let me listen to the pod and everything. Bodega high. You can you cannot have individuals commentating on fight sports that don't understand fight sports because all they end up doing is shitting on fighters. And then it's like, they're just shitting on fighters and they're really making a mockery of the sport. That's not the representation. That's not what you should want out there being the mouthpiece for your sport, because you, all you guys are doing is now is again, you're taking combat sports and People aren't gonna take it seriously, man. You, you got to do better than that. And I just, I, I don't, I don't like when they're doing that. I, I think, I think it's tasteless. And it's just like you have somebody. It's like motherfuckers want like and one mixtape tour for like professional fights. You don't have people sitting out there heckling, talking shit about like LeBron. You know when he's out there, the announcer doing it. You know, and a lot of times, this, not this one, but the Triller one, the sound was actually being pumped into the arena. So these athletes were listening to this happening throughout the fight. It, it's not right to disrespect athletes in that way, in my opinion. I, I think it's a real shitty thing to do. And at the end of the day, I just, I wish they went about it differently. I don't know. That, that's just me. 
Uh, yeah, any thoughts on that? With the exception of sexual assault allegations or uh, beating women, I'm, you're not going to catch me saying anything wrong about and anything bad about the gang. I'm sure they did an amazing job, even though I couldn't hear them. Um, you're, you're probably right overall. I, I just could not hear with the fucking stream because I couldn't pay for the fight, which, you know, shit show. I hear you. Well, here, let, let's talk about this one. Then we're going to probably wrap it up after this. But uh, big news coming out. Um, there's finally some movement at welterweight in, the, in, in this uh, prima donna division. We finally got Errol Spence fighting Manny Pacquiao. Um, initial thoughts, initial reactions of this matchup and the announcement of this matchup. Initial reaction? Like, this division is... It, you, you said it, it moves so slow and the top names make it so hard for guys like Virgil Ortiz, who just agreed to terms with uh, Kovalowski's me machine. Yes, um, Virgil Ortiz and Jerron and, and, and Ennis to advance their, their careers. But this is a step in the right direction. This was huge, shocking news out of left field. Not even out of left field. Absolutely. Like it, 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 it was from another, another city. Another this year was from the bleachers. We were talking about Spence... And I'm sorry, uh, Pacquiao and Crawford in talks a few a few months ago. Then we heard that those fell apart. We have nowhere for Pacquiao. We hear rumors of Spence fighting Ugas. We were not excited about that. This is huge. This is what we wanted. Somehow Al got it done. Spence fighter, what's it called? Fighting Ryan Garcia. They were talking about Pacquiao fighting Ryan Garcia. Even the right fight got made because this yes. was the fight that was this was the fight that they wanted to build to after Mike Gar- uh, the Mike Garcia fight. Uh, as you can remember Pacquiao was in the ring. They said they said they would fight, but you know, they say a lot of shit in boxing. Um boxing is in a box. It's it, it's it's happening. I'm super excited. Um I don't care how old Pacquiao is. This is huge for Spence. This is still huge for Pacquiao to be doing this at his, at his age. This is not a fight that you want to miss. It's going to be an amazing atmosphere in Las in Las Vegas. I believe that's August yep. August 24th. Uh, 21st and um yeah i mean I-, I can't say enough about this fight manny pacquiao taking the challenge at his at his age errol spence getting a chance to unify uh one uh, an- another one of the belts i mean it- it's it's a good fight for boxing uh the passing of the torch supposed to be a passing of the torch if you would i, I definitely would not take any of that for granted i'm i'm, I'm excited i am so I'm excited and, yeah and this was like we're let down so many times in boxing, we hear reports, we see Crawford in talks with Pacquiao, and we're expecting, okay, shit, it might happen. Does the deal get done? We heard nothing, and the deal was just fucking done. Gangster. Yeah, no, I love it. We it heard was gangster. I, I love the way it was done. They handled it beautifully. It's a fight that I actually want to see. Um, it's going to give Errol Spence's resume after this, because I, I fully anticipate Errol Spence to, to win this fight, and I believe he wins in a pretty dominant fashion. But it's going to give his his resume is going to look so good. And at the end of the day, it's going to make it impossible for Terrence Crawford to negotiate the bigger percentage. Errol Spence is absolutely has to be the A side against Terrence Crawford after this, because he look at his resume. He is one of the only guys in the top 10 that actually has fought consistent elite fighters. And with Manny Pacquiao on his side, he's going to really prove that he is a pay-per-view draw. People are going to buy this fight. Terrence Crawford has no negotiating power. He's going to take whatever uh, Errol Spence gives him. And I'm just being very honest. And with Errol Spence being able to take this fight, Crawford, you know, with the exception of some guys who aren't even in the division yet, he's left without an opponent again. 
really Again. sad story for one of the like great uber uber talented boxers uh that that we've seen and you know other boxers say the same thing he's he's cool with a lot of people like people fuck with terrence Crawford. they fuck with that energy that hard work that he's put, putting out they bo mac up there in nebraska they got something special and we're just not able to see it as fans he's not able to show it as a fighter really really frustrating but these are the politics of the sport it is what it is, man. It's unfortunate, um, but we at least get a great fight coming up soon. All right. Uh, but with that being said, that is about the time. You got anything else? Just some quick hits. Quick hitters before we get out of here, B? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, did you have anything you want to say on Devin Haney and Lenars? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Devin Haney goes out there and actually gets a big win, biggest win in his career against Jorge Linares, the former three-time champion, Jorge Linares. Uh let me ask you that. He goes out there. He ends up getting rocked in the 10th round. Kind of has to survive for about a round. Still doesn't look his best in foot, but gets a essentially a pretty clear cut win. Do you believe the criticism was actually fair or was it was it foul? Does he deserve any of that criticism? I think it's somewhat fair. I think it's somewhat foul. I, I, feel, I feel both okay. ways. I'm, I'm, I'm an indecisive okay. person in general. So you be asking me all these decisive questions on here. It's very difficult for me. But, I need you um, to be decisive, bro. This but, is, but, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I need it. I, 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 can t- I can tell you why. So the criticism is fair, uh, is fair because Haney, his legs didn't look good for a really long time after he took that shot. And I think that's where the criticism and a lot of the concern comes from is not necessarily the fact that he got rocked, but it was the recovery. Because if he would have came back and just and, and he would have looked looked good at the beginning of the next round after you've had a whole a whole minute to you know gather yourself, I think people are a little bit lighter on that criticism. Okay, he fought Linares, got stunned for a second, but made it back and finished the fight strong. That mm-hmm. that punch at the end of the tenth round seemed to linger with him at the ele- in the eleventh round. I think he got buzzed again in the twelfth round. So I mean. It, that's where I can. We understand. can't. We can't say though. I just want people to understand that Lenatis could actually crack. Okay, Lenatis can crack, and not only can Lenatis crack, he probably was in the best shape of his life for this fight. Another thing that I wish people would really understand with this one is that Devin Haney is 22 years old. Yeah, he was rocked. Yes, this is the for he that was it was his biggest step up in the competition, and he passed the test with flying colors. He got hit. He survived. In the end of the day, that experience. Makes is going to help him more than hurt him. So for me, I think it's foul because, and this is why I think all the, the YouTube nonsense and things are just ridiculous after half the time because when you really think about it, dog, it's boxing, combat sports. You get hit. People get dropped. People get rocked. It's a part of the game. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're trash. It just means you got caught because guess what? The other person's throwing punches at you too. So it, it's, it's so frustrating to see this kid is 22 years old. He is still incredible. He has a belt. And I'll be very honest with you. I damn near favor him against any of those top dudes. Ryan Garcia, please just sit down somewhere. Relax. Like, seriously. I, I don't need to hear you talk right now, okay? You ducked this man. And you know I don't say that type of shit often. He ducked. He absolutely he ducked, ducked he this ducked man. He ducked him. He ducked him. Oh my gosh, I'm happy you said it because I I could take off on this. He he go ahead because I was about Ryan, to go. I, I believe the fight. I, I believe the fight against uh, who was the guy that he was fighting? Uh, Fortuna. I believe the fight against Fortuna was a WBC eliminator where Ryan Garcia was the W the number one contender for, or number one ranked uh, or the mandatory. 
for yes. Devin Haney. He, he could have Devin easily, mandatory. He could have easily taken the fight against Devin Haney. He just went in another direction and then he tried you know, to fight Manny Pacquiao, dude. I don't. I don't mind that he pulled out of the fight due to due to mental issues. That's where we are in society. Things things do happen, and it's a very serious issue. But to be I'm, talking, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. But, I'm not talking about that. To, but, but to be to, yeah. to be dealing with that, and then be talking shit on top of that as if you didn't just pull out pull out of your fight. Like, hold on, deal with your mental anxiety before you talk. You talk about you know who you're gonna knock out, and you talking about knocking out the guy that you fucking ducked. No, no, no. And, and I mean, bruh, he got hurt by. You know, Jorge Linares, you got dropped by Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell Luke is not Campbell. known for his power. Luke Campbell don't got no power. Linares is known for crap. Linares dropped Lomachenko, people. Like, Linares got, got hands. Here, here's what I'll say about, about Haney. I, I feel like Linares never really looked pressed to win that fight. He looked, no. fine, with, he looked fine with showing up and putting on a good performance, but he didn't look pressed yep. to win. And so... Yeah, I can see that. You put someone across from Devin that yeah. is pressed to win that fight, and Devin has to take that long to recover while you have a dog that's actually coming coming after you. I think that's where the concern and the criticism comes from. Okay. Overall, I think this makes Devin Haney better. I think it was a I great so. performance by an up-and-coming so. fighter. Really putting yeah. in context that the man is just 22 years old, that's ridiculous. That that is that is ridiculous. But he did show he can take a punch because that wasn't the only shot that he took. He was still able to move. He got wobbled, but he was still able and to move. And he stood in the pocket. He did that because he was answering critics that he could actually fight on the inside. And he proved that he could fight on the inside. So what you're telling me now is that Devin Haney can fight on the outside. He can also fight on the inside. Where does this kid have holes? So you get, man, you got to get this kid some respect. He's 22 people. I would say his mid-range. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. All right, I can. I'm, I, I can see through that. You're right. That's a that's a range at which Lenares dominates. Um, and I don't exactly. think he. I don't think he necessarily dominates. But in, but in that's fight. why he could end up. This is why that was great. You think that kid's not going back to the drawing board, seeing that, and be like, okay, I'm fixing that hole. I guarantee you that hole gets closed up. He's that type of kid. Yeah. I, I love it, man. But check it out. That's about time we got today, man. Guru, I appreciate you, my brother. It's been a good one. Um, what's it called? We going so let everybody know we're gonna do. We've been talking about a couple of things we're gonna do together and get us more content, getting some more solid boxing content. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. But we're gonna get that out there for you. But we will absolutely see this brother next Wednesday for our all sure. things boxing boxing episode right here at the Fight Podcast. Brother B, thank you so much for joining us on the show, man. Any uh, closing remarks? Any closing thoughts? Any closing topics you want to jump on right fast? You know, I'm a lover of all things sports. And so with my closing comments, I will shout out Simone Biles, who won something pretty significant in the gymnastics world pretty, pretty recently, just proving that yep. she is the uh, overall GOAT. The GOAT. And uh, Shelly Ann Frazier Price, I believe is her full name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she- mm-hmm. Shelly Ann Fra- Frazier Price ran at, at 34 years old. She was a woman out of Jamaica, ran a 10.6 seconds in the 100 meter dash, which for me, I mean, I, I'll have, there's I'll still have, a chance for the kid. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have to look at her times historically because that was a fucking that that's a that's a run at 34 years old. Your body for the hundred meter dash, 34 years old. Only person faster than her in history is Flojo, who in track circles people are definitely side eyeing. Uh, in track circles, people definitely side eye yeah. that run that run she had because the times that she put up were just 
ridiculous. Um, so, I mean, say what you want about, about Flojo. Shelly Ann Frazier-Price is one of the fastest pe- women in history. Amazing at her age. She will be le- This will be leading up to a showdown with Shikari, or the American Shakari Richardson in this year's Olympics. Uh, I cannot wait for that. So closing remarks. I can't wait for that. I love it. A, a bit of a different wrinkle there, but uh, type of shit I'm looking forward to in the Olympics this year. And I thought it was pretty interesting. They got that kid, uh, Keyshawn Davis, maybe his name is. I may be off there. He actually went pro um, over the last year because, you know, niggas need money and shit. And, but he was supposed to be on the Olympic team last year. They still let him go on the Olymp- go on the Olympic team because they pushed it back a year. That's that's fucking dope. Good for them. I like that. I wait. I'm glad they were able to do. It. I mean, shit. They let NBA niggas in the Olympics. It's about time they start making some some wrinkles for everybody else. But all right, love you guys. Uh, this is all we got for the show, man. This is episode two ninety. Yo, we almost at three bills. 290, the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. This is my brother from another. Damn, I'm, Damn, I'm not in my house, man. I got it all messed up today, you have, boy. You usually got it so good. Damn, I'm in the wrong spot. I'm over here, right over here. My brother from another, we got the guru, B-Cam. I'm your host, Serge Vicente. Love you guys. We'll see you next time right here on The Fight Podcast.